All right, welcome everybody to Minute by Minute, colon, New York Minute. This is the fourth minute now, 0 to 1, 1 to 2, 2 to 3, 3 to 4. Yeah, this is the fourth minute of this film. I'm already getting confused. That is not good because we have 91 minutes of this film to explore. Uh, but yeah, this will be the fourth minute. I got confused because I'm in minute 3. I actually paused here at 3.33 because there's already so much to talk about, and I'm halfway through the minute. Uh, this minute starts off with uh, Jane saying again her name. Um, she said in the last episode, right when I paused, she said, my name is Jane Ryan. But then she repeats it again two more times, you know, because she's practicing a speech, so she wants to get it right. So she's like, my name is Jane Ryan. My name is Jane Ryan. My name is Jane Ryan. She's trying to figure out, you know, what's the best way to do this? Uh... And again, we're cutting between Mary-Kate and Ashley, excuse me, uh, Roxy and Jane getting ready for their days. And you can see just how different they are while Jane is practicing her speech, looking at herself in the mirror. Uh, Roxy gets on her computer and talks to somebody named Justin007. I can only imagine he is the coolest guy around with a screen handle that's Justin007 because he has to be referencing James Bond. And you can't just do that if you're any slob off the street because James Bond is, you know, a cool dude. He's charismatic and whatever the hell. Uh, not, a, not a big James Bond fan myself, but, you know, I, I get it. Uh, James Bond, no, Justin007 uh, says something about a, there's a simple plan shoot. I assume it's a music video shoot uh, going down and he's letting Roxy know about it. Well, she's like, hmm, you know, it's kind of intriguing. But then Dr. Drew opens the door. I'm going to try to refer to him as their father. I don't know his name. Uh, but Dr. Drew opens the door and says, you know, wow, you're three weeks into school and you haven't cut yet. Like, you're doing great. And she's just kind of shrugs like, yeah, I'm, I'm kind of a big deal. And then he says, you know, if you keep this up, I won't have to send you to St. Mary Margaret's or, you know, some obviously private all-girls schools, kind of implied like a Catholic religious place. And... She's just like, yep, yeah, I'm doing good, whatever, cool. He closes the door, and then she says to herself, but looking at the screen, uh, you know, well, do I want to go to school, or do I want to go to a Simple Plan shoot? Simple Plan, by the way, was a band. I don't know if they still are. Um, I couldn't tell you one song they sang, but they were on the radio a little bit back in this time, the early 2000s. Um, I... Yeah, I didn't really listen to that kind of music, but I, I definitely would recognize, and I think you would too, but pro probably their top hit or two. I don't know if they were one-hit wonder or if they had a couple songs they got radio play, but I definitely remember them existing. I'm not going to look into it. That is on you if you want to. This is not a Simple Plan podcast. This is a minute-by-minute -minute analysis of the film New York Minute. So I'm going to get back at the last... 27 seconds of this minute so I'm going to pause my recording right now I know I'm on the edge of my seat I mean literally because I'm recording this sitting in a seat and I'm leaning forward towards the mic but I'm figuratively on the edge of my seat for what happens in the rest of this minute and I'm sure you are as well so allow me to pause and finish it I paused just a bit too soon the craziest thing I've ever seen in film history happened immediately after I paused that at the 3 minute and 34 second mark. Ashley Olsen's character, Jane, walks into the bathroom of their home and pulls from the wall 
from an attached fi- uh, fixture on the wall, a toilet seat cover, and places it on her own home toilet. Uh, and then she pulls a second one off and sets it down over top of this. This is bonkers to me. Absolutely bonkers. First of all, toilet seat covers are gener- gener- generally used in public bathrooms. Uh, you know, the idea of sitting on a toilet that somebody else has been sitting on. They could have peed upon it or got a little poop on there, whatever, you know. It's like some people have phobias of that stuff. Some people are cool with it. I understand their existence in a public area. To use a toilet seat cover at home... Uh, is a little bit crazy to me. I I still understand the, you know, it's the same thing. Like it's somebody else's urine or feces that could be on the toilet or just their ass germs in general that you might, you know, have an issue with. Uh, It seems to be just her, her sister and her father. I don't know if this is the only shared toilet in the house um, or if they have two or three. I, I don't know the situation. I've only seen this one bathroom, but sure. Okay. She has an issue with it. You know, you think she might just wipe it down or whatever. But no, they have attached a fixture on the wall specifically to hold toilet seat covers like you'd see in a public bathroom. I've never seen anything like this in a film or or television show. And I've seen shit. I've seen, excuse me. I And I've seen plenty of things with characters with like OCD and germaphobes and, and, and the like. So that is crazy, 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 crazy to me. Uh, cut back to Roxy in her room deciding how she's going to get out of school that day so she can go to the Simple Plan photo shoot. Excuse me, I keep saying photo shoot, I think. Uh, music shoot at noon. Um, she is looking online here for different types of excuses. Oh, no, this is not online. She has a database. It looks here. Roxy's database. I'm going to just go through these. Family emergency. She has, okay, on the left, this is crazy. The problem Um in the middle of the excuse type, the times used and the last used date. So that way she really, she really, she works hard at making sure she doesn't have to do anything. So some of her problems are family emergency, U.S. holiday, uh, illnesses, death of a pet, religious holidays, female problems, sick friend, lunar eclipse. Um, and so then like under illnesses, which she, she has selected, she has sore throat, the mumps, anxiety, uh, mono, chicken pox, muscle spasms, inner ear affection, dizziness, stomach flu, Asthma attack, hay fever, migraine headache. She's got a bunch. She has the times used uh, chicken box. She has zero times used uh, the mumps twice, mono three times, anxiety nine. Um, it goes on on asthma attack 10. And then the dates she last used them. So that way she can, you know, really keep track of her excuses and go, you know, don't do something too, too much. 13 migraines, it looks like. And some of the ones that would be more believable to have. 13 times would be a migraine, uh, 13 times having mono would be a little bit too much, but she's three and that's already, I feel like too, too much. She also has some sort of pet, um, in a little aquarium named Ringo. Um, we don't know what this pet is. It's at this point a mystery. It's probably the biggest mystery we've come across thus far in the film because she says something to Ringo and she looks over at his little, his or hers, I'm assuming it's a he uh, by the name Ringo little aquarium and it is empty and she goes Ringo where are you I'm assuming it's some sort of lizard uh could be a spider could be I mean it's an aquarium without water so I'm assuming it's not a fish uh and there, it looks like there's a little heat lamp in there um we'll see what it is I don't understand how I owned uh an iguana at one point um I've had hamsters in their little cages unless you purposefully let them out I don't understand how Something can get out of a cage 
unless it's not, you know, attached properly. Uh, but I really don't understand how something comes out of an aquarium um, because there's no like door. It's just a, there's just, you know, the top. So things like this happen a lot in films and movies where the pet is missing. It's usually some sort of spider uh, just to add, you know, that scene where they're chasing around a spider or the spider like in the home in home alone um, when they put it on Marv's face, you know, so there's some something like that where somebody's scared of the spider and somebody, you know, finds it in the house and, you know, whatever. But so we'll see what Ringo is. I am at this point leaning towards some sort of lizard. That does it for this minute. Uh, the Where I paused is here on the screen of Roxy's Excuses. Uh, this has been a, a pretty big minute. Um, I'm going to go ahead and rate it out of the other four minutes. I'm going to say it's definitely at a top top four at this point. Uh, I, can't, I can't be any more specific than that. But yeah, I'm, I'm definitely comfortable saying top four. All right, join me for the next minute. It'll be minute five of this film. Thank you. <laughs>